Good morning, Jack. How are you? Good morning. I had a pretty crazy morning this morning, which is that I woke up at like 4 a.m., literally at 4 a.m. I start like, and I do that sometimes. I usually go back to bed, but this time I wrote a joke and I was so excited about the joke and I kept taking the joke more and more places. And I was so happy about it that I literally didn't go back to sleep. And I happen to have an open mic tonight. So I have what I think is a pretty good joke that I want to workshop with you, but I'm going to perform it tonight. I have one clarifying question before you get started. Yep. Was this joke revealed to you in the dream or you just no. thought of it in your insomnia? Thought of it in my insomnia. Okay. And you'll, you'll have heard a piece of it before, I believe. Okay. All right. So do you want me to run through? So th- it's actually two jokes and how we've okay. been thinking about jokes. Um, yeah. It's part one and then it's part two. Um, and part two, well, there'll be time in between them, but, but whatever. I'm going to jump into it. Okay. Okay. So my mother's Jewish, which means that I can go on birthright. For those people who don't know, birthright is basically rich Jews are afraid of the religion dying. So they're flying out American kids for 10 days in Israel, free flights, free food. That's literally the whole gist of it. As long as you're Jewish, they take you out there. Okay. And the tricky thing though is they only want to fly out Jewish kids. So they try to make sure that you're Jewish. And that's a kind of hard thing to do. And... One of the ways that they do it, and this is true, that I was interviewing with them, and someone asked me, are you willing to reject Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And I realized on that phone call that there was nothing that I wouldn't say on a non-recorded phone call to not go to Israel and party in Tel Aviv. Like, <laughs> what do you want me to say? Do, you want, do I think unicorns are real? Yes. You buy me a bottle, you throw in a bottle, I'll tell you I fucked a unicorn. I'll say anything. I don't care. And then I was thinking about it even more. And I was thinking, what kind of person wouldn't denounce? Like, my friends are all 25 in New York City. We don't believe in God. All of us would say it. And I realized, you want to know who wouldn't say it? Someone with faith. Someone with conviction. The type of person who you want to be Jewish. That's a convert opportunity. I don't give a shit either way. Of course, I'll say it. It just doesn't matter. Okay? And so that's joke one. Okay. Pause there. What do you think? Well, there's this interesting phenomena that happens, and I fall into it. And uh, I absolutely fall into it. And I'm pretty sure that the studies say that most people fall into it. Okay. Uh, you might not fall into it, but the study is that you first aggregate out the most rational people, like the okay. most rational people. Then you only do the experiment with them. And what you do, you say, I'll give you $50 if you sign this piece of paper that gives me your soul. Okay. And most people say no. Really? <laughs> so, I mean, I know that me signing this piece of paper means nothing but like $50 for my soul. Like, I feel like I shouldn't do that. And so, so stop, stop this. People. Yeah. So, so actually, can I get into my second joke? Okay. Because you're hitting on basically where I'm going almost. Okay. All right. So, Paul, let me just get into it. 
So I'm, I'm yeah. going to do, after I do that Jewish joke, I'm going to say, but anyways, I moved to New York. I live in New York, blah, blah, blah. All of really Derek. So the full really Derek joke. We put time in between the two jokes. Okay. Okay. And then I'm going to say, yeah, I love being in New York. I just like, there's so many random interactions that happen here. Like, I'll tell you another crazy one. I was, I was out in Bushwick and a homeless woman came up to my friend, asked him for money. My buddy said, no, he was, he was polite, but said no. And this woman who must've been like from the Caribbean or something, she turned to him and this was a move none of us were expecting. She looked at him and said, I put a curse on you, boy. And we freaked out. That's the worst thing that you could do. And I realized something, which is all of us, there was probably five, six of us who were out that night. All of us were raised Judeo-Christian, either Jewish or Christian, in these institutional religions. But we don't believe in them. The religion we believe in? Voodoo. Some form of Caribbean voodoo (laughs) is what we're actually scared of. Like, in real life, if my arm fell off, and I was in the hospital, and a priest came and put a little holy water in my mouth, and the next day my arm grew back, I would be like, coincidence, there was bacteria in that water or something. I would not associate it with God. But meanwhile, this voodoo Wiccan hex, that's what we're actually afraid of. We freaked out. We stayed away from my friend the whole night. He was cursed. And look, I guess... All that I'm trying to say is that if the guy in the birthright call was like, hey, John, one more quick thing for you, Jack. Um, Do you mind just quickly saying, bring the Yahweh down, curse him on my family, and then spinning around three times and stabbing an avocado? Would you mind just doing it? I would be (laughs) like, no, what are you, insane? Of course I'm not going to fucking do that. I'm not going to curse my family. <laughs> All right, so that's the joke. And you, you basically hit on it on your own, but unintentionally. Right. Which was like yeah. selling your soul and voodoo is, is so, more. Right, no, that's the joke. And I laughed at that, even you going through it. I think on the first one? Yeah. Uh, cause like I'm as atheist as it gets and what they're doing when they're asking the renouncing Jesus Christ is as close as they're going to come to what you said. Like you got the joke, but I didn't laugh at the first joke because I was kind of like, Oh, do I renounce him? Like, but Charlotte, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like I'm the most person who should laugh at that. And even I, like, in a second, like, while you were talking, was like, oh. And, like, that's why they do it. So maybe if you downplay it in the beginning part, like, you have to, like, write all this stuff saying, yes, I don't believe in the Christian church. Yes, I don't believe in the – and then I was like, well, what else I would I sign off on? Because when you did, like, just, like, pose it in that, like, interview question, like, do you sell your soul? Well, like, the it, only it, thing is – yeah, I, I get what you're saying, and I can try yeah. that. The only thing is that I've noticed – you, I had told you that they said that before, didn't I? No, I didn't know that one. Oh uh, well, so that, most most people that caught me off guard. Most people, when I say that, they laugh. 
Um, they laugh at the question, at the ridiculousness of it. Because yeah, I just got caught up in it. I was like, oh, that's a pointed question. <laughs> like, that's a good one. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, I tried to hit it, but I can hit it quicker. But, like, I... I, I, I think I might not be a good sample for this, just because, one... I immediately thought about this study that I had read about and was fascinated by about selling your soul. So like I was privy to the idea of it in the beginning. One, two, I also have this like weird quirk that I know I fall into the category of it, but that's why I really laughed at the second part of it. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, well, there are a couple truths I think that I'm hitting on here. The first one is that it's a ridiculous question because like, it's a ridiculous program, right? Like it's a ridiculous program, and maybe the way to get to it is like you came out the gates hard with rich Jews afraid of their religion, just like you come out throwing a right hook, and I don't know, maybe like slowly divulging into it. Like if you're buying, like for those of you like genuinely, like maybe not selling it but like giving it its its best version first yeah and maybe. then like, and finding a way climbing down to and you know the rich like i don't know if, if that so what i was trying to do was just like get through it because it just seems like a lot of exposition because i have to say like one is i'm eligible for this thing i could Two, tell i could tell that's what you were doing yeah so right it's like so getting into it is like let's just do it again quickly I knew, it's like, I knew you didn't want to get into it But again, I don't know how much, like, as we do more and more of this, like, I'm reading you, I'm thinking of jokes as, like, structures, I'm thinking of jokes while you're saying them as, how did you think of this and where are you going? Like, I'm becoming more and more of a bad, like, test case. Like, (laughs) I'm just, as as we do more of these, I am am becoming, like, the least good for at least. Dan was the worst at it. I told the joke to Dan this morning, and he goes, yeah, I mean, I could see how it could be funny, but it's just much worse than the jokes you told on the stage. And I was like, yeah, I thought of it an hour ago, man. Right, right, right. And the jokes you told on stage was like the process of like three weeks of like crafting. Like, Yeah, <laughs> but mostly like three days of intense crafting, too. Right, if you, if you, if you whittle it down. How much boredom did you have between the three weeks? Like, how much of your life do you not have anything to do? Me? Yeah. In the three-week period? Yeah. I just wasn't like how many hours stand-up. How many hours, minutes, seconds a ton. do you have? What? A, a ton, but I just don't work on stand-up. I have a job and stuff. <laughs> you have boredom. No, I'm talking about the boredom, the boredom uh, maximized number. I have no idea, man. I'm not that bored ever. I don't get what you're getting at. Yeah. There's a maximum number. Like, you should have about 40 minutes of boredom a day. Oh, I do not. To maximize your creativity. And it's just the idea of, like... Well, that, for me, happens between 4 and 4.45 in the morning. Like, you just need to not consume for 40 minutes, and your creative peak will rise not more than 40 minutes not less than 40 minutes it's just like don't throw on a podcast for 40 minutes of the day be more bored and you will 
be more creative. Yeah, I believe that. All right, yo, can I do? Okay. Can I get into the joke one more time to see if we like it better? Okay. Yep. And, and I think we're good on the second part too, right? I think like the voodoo stuff's pretty strong. Uh, I like better versions of it. Well, there's going to be better versions. Well, mostly I have a two o'clock meeting, so I got to go. But I'm going to call you later, actually. Let's do that. That's better. I don't want to force it. I'm going to call you after this meeting or sometime. Okay. Later. Bye. Okay. Bye.